Hi there. I want to talk to you about self-worth because self-worth is one of those things that impacts every single aspect of our life. It impacts our relationships, our finances, our business or our career. It impacts every single aspect. Now, if our self-worth is low, then we unconsciously feel we are not deserving of better and therefore we cannot bring about what we want in our life. And self-worth is also one of those pillars that I spoke about before about building our confidence. Now, ultimately, self-worth is about how much we value ourselves. If we have a high value perception of ourselves, then we can stand firm no matter what the circumstances. Whereas if we have a low value of ourselves, we will allow ourselves to be overpowered. It's about keeping the pendulum of life in balance, in equilibrium, so that you don't perceive yourself to be too high. So therefore, you're not moving towards being a narcissist or egotistical. And equally, you don't perceive yourself as being too low and therefore move more towards being a servant to others. Now, self-esteem is widely understood as being the same as self-worth. However, I make a distinction. Self-worth is where you yourself invest and value yourself based on your own view of yourself. It's the belief that you hold and you have about yourself. Whereas self-esteem, if you allow it, is the value you put on yourself based on external opinions. Now, whether that be from your family, friends, colleagues, society, or culture for that matter, it's based on what you think other people think about you. Therefore, what most people do is they invest all their energies in what other people might think. And as a result, they live their lives trying to please other people. Now, this might be in the career that they go after, their home, the car that they drive, their clothes, their belongings, the holidays that they go on, their language, even their opinions. In every aspect of their life, they're concerned about what other people might think. They put more value on what other people might think about them than they do on what they truly think about themselves and what they truly want. Now, how you can test this for yourself is by picking something in your life and answering it honestly. If that something was commented on negatively by someone you respect, would you be offended or would you care in any way? So take, for example, you're wearing a new coat and you walk into your office and one of your colleagues whom you respect says to you, oh, that color doesn't suit you. Is your reaction likely to be offended and try to defend your opinion and perhaps go to the extent that you won't wear that coat evermore? Or would your reaction be no reaction? You simply value their opinion, but you love your decision of wearing the coat anyway. If your reaction is that of offence or hurt, and you start having that inner negative dialogue, then there's too much being invested in self-esteem and not so much in self-worth, i.e. you're doing things to please other people and you're not actually pleasing yourself first. Now, self-worth, where you're doing things to please yourself only, you're being true to yourself, you're being authentic, you're being real, you're being who you truly are. Now, the main determinant of self-worth is where you judge yourself in comparison to others. You judge yourself by saying to yourself that you don't live in a house as nice as someone else. You don't drive a car as nice as someone else. You don't earn as much money as someone else. Your clothes are not as nice as someone else. The list goes on and on. You're comparing everything that you do and what you have to what other people might think. Now, a very valuable exercise that is worth doing is to make a list as you go throughout your day of all the times you judge yourself. As a negative comparative talk comes into your mind, write it down. Then at the end of the day, review the list of all the times you judged yourself throughout that day. You're likely to be staggered at how many times you've actually really judged yourself. But here's the thing, you also judge other people. 
It's when we don't judge ourselves and we don't judge others that we reach true self-worth. It means that pendulum is in equilibrium. So how do we get to that point of pure and total and utter equilibrium in order to maximize and increase our self-worth? Well, first of all, we've got to discover who we truly are. Now, what does that mean to discover who we truly are? Well, if you were to ask yourself, who are you? You would likely refer to yourself as being a profession or the business that you run, like you could be an accountant or a solicitor or a consultant in some way. Typically, most people respond in the profession or the business that they run. But you're not your profession. You're not your business. Your business or your profession is there because of you, but they're not you. So who are you or what are you? Then you might say, well, I'm a father or a mother, a brother or a sister, or you might refer to where you live. But again, that's not who you are. If someone was to take away your arms and your legs, then who are you? Some people might say nothing, but we know that's not true. You might not have any arms or legs, but you're still there inside. The essence of who you truly are is still there. But where is it? Like, where is that essence? You know, where is the true essence of who you actually are? And you might say, well, you're a spiritual being. And being a spiritual being, you're having a human experience. Your body is enabling you to have a human experience. But what is that spiritual being? Who or what is that spiritual being connected to? And why is that spiritual being having a human experience? Now, I could go deeper and deeper on this subject matter. But for now, think about it in this way. If you're a spiritual being within a human body, having a human experience, then that means that all the other people too, all those other spiritual beings within all the other human bodies are having human experiences as well. So we can chunk up or we can chunk down. If you see yourself as a spiritual being, then who or what are you really? And yet every day people judge themselves because they forget who they truly are. Not only that, but we judge other people because all we see is their human body, their personality and their behavior. We tend not to look past all of that to what they truly are inside. So when it comes to self-worth, the first step is to really understand who or what you truly are. When you come to realize who you really are and the true magnificence of what that means, then you have the firm foundations on which to build your self-worth. Because when you know who you truly are, you don't judge yourself, but also you don't judge others. Now, are there times that you'll come across people in your life whereby, yet you will judge them? Of course there are. But it's those times where as quickly as possible you try and catch yourself of having that judgment. So, yes, it happens, but it's how quickly you can catch yourself to not judge other people and see who they truly are. But equally, those other people that trigger yourself That's something that we've got to learn from. Other people at times are actually there as mirrors to ourselves. They're feedback to ourselves of parts within ourselves that we've got to own for ourselves. Now, when we do that, that's also when our self-worth increases. Now, this is something that I'll cover on one of the episodes going forward. But understand this from from the perspective of when it comes to self-worth, it's understanding who you truly are. When you stand in the absolute power of who you truly are, that's when your self-worth is at the maximum. And that's where you bring about everything that you want in your life by way, because you're on your purpose, you're on your mission. That's when you're growing your self-worth. Did you know when, when an act of kindness is being done and has been observed, 
the serotonin levels increase not only in the recipient of the active kinase, but also in the giver of the active kinase, but also in the observers of that active kindness. That's why when you look at a movie or you see a video clip of an active kindness being done to another human being, you feel a sense of connection with them. There's that deeper sense of connecting with who they truly are and who you truly are. Serotonin is that happy chemical. It's the chemical that doctors try to increase in people that are feeling depressed. Yet when an act of kindness has been done, serotonin increases naturally in the body. Our sense of self-worth increases in those moments because in those moments, we have an inner sense of who we truly are. Now, when you go from a space of understanding who or what you truly are, you realize that you're here for something. You have a purpose. And as I described in previous episodes, there are steps you can take to discover what your purpose is, which is the main body of work that I do with people. You see, when you know what your purpose is, your self-worth increases because you know what you're here to do. You have a much higher mission to achieve. When you maintain the pendulum of life in equilibrium, then your self-worth increases. When you're connected between your executive center, your unconscious and the superconscious, then your self-worth increases exponentially. Now, by now, if you've listened to all the episodes in this podcast, you'll realize that there's so many layers and interconnections between the episodes. And while life can be complex, it can also be made quite simple. It's working with all the interconnecting moving parts that makes life easier. That's the work I do with clients as I bring them on their journey. But until the next episode, I wish you every success.